Hey guys, welcome back to Espresso Thoughts. I am Andrew and joined by my co-host, Raquel. Raquel, do you want to say something for us today before we start, get going? Yes. You know, a quality I really admire in people is graciousness. Graciousness. Yeah, and I want to read the definition of gracious. Go for it. It is courteous, to be kind, to be pleasant. Some of the synonyms are courteous, polite, civil, chivalrous. Chivalrous. Well-mannered, decorous, gentlemanly, ladylike, civilized, <gasps> tactful, diplom- diplomatic. Um, in the Christian belief, if you're doing it in a religious way, it's to be merciful, forgiving, compassionate, kind, lenient, um, forbearing, humane, soft-hearted, mild, tender-hearted, or sympathetic. Um, I just really admire someone who can be gracious to others. Yeah. That quality, whether you are a gracious hostess or whether you're just talking to someone or if you're in a social situation when you can extend etiquette and mm-hmm. graciousness to those around you and be ladylike and really like bring back that sort of charm and gentlemanliness and Mm -hmm. ladylikeness that and i'm not being old-fashioned but that like etiquette around other people that we used to have in society instead of doing obtuse things that are actually very rude to other people. Is that etiquette similar to like opening the door for someone and being a gentleman? Or like you always say I don't like being interrupted. So, like, yeah, not being loud and boisterous or not interrupting somebody else mm-hmm. isn't probably one. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, when somebody else talks, to just ignore what they're saying and only only pay attention to what you're saying. You know what we should start doing? Or to burp in someone's face or maybe even fart and then laugh and think it's funny. <laughs> you know what we should start doing? Is what? We should start doing a word a day. Like, yeah. what is the word this week or for I always thoughts? was very passionate about etiquette and just, like, how to be gracious and very uh, good social manners. I think it's really good. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for bringing that word to our attention. Um, guys, we are sipping on some June Shine Hard Kombucha Blood Orange Mint. It's made in San Diego, California. San Diego, California. Where we visited. It's a hard kombucha. And Raquel actually had this with dinner. One of the nights that we went out, um, and since her mom runs a grocery store, she ended up picking it up because we told her it was good, and it is good. The ingredients are blood orange, mint, green tea, honey, and jun kombucha, I think that's pronounced. Very simple ingredient list. Organic probiotic. So, that's what we're sipping on, so if we start to get a little interesting a little bit later, that's just the... The hard kombucha no, kicking in. Police. I know. It's, we're both sharing a can, so it's we won't get too affected. Us and we just ate sushi. We did. Um, so first, before we get in, what did you do this last weekend? I mean, I'm talking like seven days ago. You did something mind blowing, life changing. What was it? Um, the audience is on their toes. Not what? literally. We were gone for about three days, and we went skydiving on Sunday, which was actually Father's Day, coincidentally. You went skydiving? Mm-hmm. Skydiving. Yeah. How was that? Tell us about that experience. Are we going to do the game We're going to do the game, but oh. I, I kind of want to I want to get a quick recap before we start our um, game. Okay. Get skydiving. Uh, let's see. Scariest part is when you have to sign the contract saying that you realize that you will very likely die, and you're fine with that. Correct. And it's really long. And that is a little scary because, like, they don't say, like, oh, by the way, we skydived with thousands of people and nothing's ever happened. They don't say it. They, they try to do everything to scare you and they want you to, like, sign that you agree with it. They pretty Basically- much want to say every bad thing could possibly happen and then you agree with it that it could happen to you. And you're like, oh, I could die. So after getting out of that, you're kind of like, oh, I could die today. Yeah. And then the training, they have to go over, like, what to do. If, like, say the first parachute didn't, what will happen if the first parachute didn't work and they had to use a second one. And so that's a little nerve wracking. But other than that, like, the you're there for so long. It's not like you're rushing to a plane. You're there watching other people go. So by the time you actually get to go, it's kind of like, oh, I'm ready to do this. Most exciting part was the initial jump. We, yeah. 
I got to dive out head first. So yeah, the initial you. 30 second fall was super exciting. The other 30 seconds of the fall was kind of like, oh, hmm, it's really cold up here. I'm freezing. <laughs> Should wear warmer clothes. Oh, I'm kind of getting like a little bit of seasickness slightly. And then, so that wasn't like the funnest part. And then like they pull a parachute and you float down. So it was very cool. I would say if you're going to do it, it was very expensive. It was like $190. Yeah. I think if you're going to do it, do it with a group of people that you're close to because it's one of those things that would be more fun if it's like a shared experience versus it's not, it is, yeah, it's adrenaline, it's exciting, it was super fun, I would recommend it, but it, just like so going up there and being able to jump from that high up, you're so high up. Yeah. And uh, so go with a group of people just because, I would say go with a group of four to six people, depending on what skydiving place you're going to, what they allow. Just because it's like a shared experience, it's really exciting. Correct. Like, oh, we're doing this, we're jumping out of a plane, free fall for a minute, you know. So do it with a group of people. Yeah. And, and we, that's my little spiel on skydiving. Was it worth it, do you think? Overall, was the experience worth it? All right, it wasn't one of those things where, I, I'm just being honest, it wasn't one of those things where I was like, oh my goodness, once in a lifetime. Yeah, I am like, list. I uh, that so was bad. worth it every single penny i paid you know <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's for was minutes. was i glad i did it absolutely mm-hmm. no it's way longer than that you fly up for about seven minutes correct, it takes at correct. least seven months to get up there and the airplane ride's super fun yeah that and was i fun. love heights i love all of it so that part's cool were you worried about your husband we ha- ended up having to like hang out for two hours before we got to jump Just three hours not going into boring details some they say Give yourself four to five hours. Like, don't plan something else right after because depending on what's going on that day in the schedule, you could go right after you get trained or you could end up having to wait, like, two or three hours and just hang out. And so that part honestly took some of the excitement out of yeah, it for me. we could because, have been in and out. Just because, like, honestly, the initial excitement I had when I got there died three hours later after I had watched, like, 50 billion people go. And I was like... Just let me skydive already. You know, it wasn't so novel, if that makes sense anymore. Yeah. And so, was I glad I did it? Yes. Very glad I did it. Very thankful for the experience. Was it like one of those things where I'm like, whoa, that was like expensive and took a lot of time, but it was worth, it was so worth it. Like, it was so amazing. No, it wasn't one of those for me. Hmm. That being said, I would do it again if I was going with people who were really excited to do it and then going for the first time and i think yeah. if they were like in a huge kick out of it i would just i'd pay to go again just to go with them yeah. and experience it with them totally but it's not like i would just go with myself again yeah but yeah very cool cool yeah we ended up going with my buddy from college matt and his wife um so all four of us were first timers we jumped all together um i went out first and my i looked back i did not go out head first my person made me sit on the ledge and I looked back at my beautiful wife's eyes and then fell out of the plane. Um, Goodbye. Head first I'm towards dying. the ground. So, but it, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. And like Raquel said, I think it'd be, it's most fun because of being in a group and the experience. Um, I don't think I'd just go by myself or even necessarily just with Raquel. Like, hey, let's go jump out of a plane. Like, that's just not necessarily. It wasn't, it wasn't that really much of a. Like the adrenaline, the part that was really like adrenaline fun was like the first thirty seconds of falling. Correct. Then you fall for a full minute, but like the last thirty seconds to me, like I said, we're just kind of like cold, sick. cold, and Nauseous. like oh, I'm getting a little bit motion sickness. Yeah. Not because it wasn't like gonna throw up; it just was motion sickness. Yeah. Well, that was cool. I mean, I definitely wanted to highlight that. I know that people skydive and say you should totally do it, and I say if you get a group together and it's your guys' first time and you're just really pumped about it, totally would recommend it um, as an experience with a group. So definitely. Thank you, Raquel, for filling us in. Um, now, let's start with the game. Okay. Look where she's at. I know, right? You ready for a Guys, game? Guys, we just talked. We just get a huge shout-out to June Shine Kombucha, and I just checked my sister's Instagram story, and she's literally at the June Shine location with my mom right now in San Diego, and they're posting Sampling some hard these kombuchas. awesome photos. Why didn't we go there? I don't know. Did, I don't think she really took us oh well moving on all right so the game so you need to get off your phone so you can really pay attention i am paying attention is what was your first so i'm gonna ask you 
what was your first blank? And you're going to answer the first thing you remember of this experience. So, for example, what was your first memory as a child? Like, were you one-year-old, two-year-old, ten years old? Like, what is your very first memory? Oh, that's a question? Yep, that is a question. I remember being, I definitely remember breastfeeding. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, I remember, like, grabbing my mom's boob and breastfeeding. Wow. But she didn't breastfeed me. Like, she weaned me when I was, like... She got pregnant again, and so she had to wean me, and I actually got sick because uh, she breasted Two years me. old? No. I was, like, one, probably. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and then I also wean. just have, like, weird memories of, like, or, like, a feeling I remember of, like, being a baby. I really do. And then I definitely remember, like, um, like, trying to do things, like... When I was a baby, I had a sweet tooth from the time I was a baby. Yeah. And I would climb up on the stool. I was like probably one years old or something. Really? And I would reach onto the counter and try to grab the cookie dough. Oh, wow. And I and my mom's like, no, Raquel. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd want to grab it. She'd be like, Raquel, no. And I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't actually talk yet. But I would make these like weird faces and be like, <laughs> anyway. Um... I remember being a, like young, and yeah, then like really I definitely young. have lots of memories from being three, four years old. Wow! The reason I know I was that young because I know where we lived, and I have, and I know we moved from that place when yeah. I was four. Huh. And I have so many memories from the ages like two to four years old. Gotcha! Like so many, it feels like the majority of my childhood. Yeah. Huh? And it's just because I know I was that young because we, I know that we moved. Right before I turned four years old, yeah. and I have all these memories of living in that place. And I remember, like, a big memory from being probably like three years old was my mom would give us chores, my older sister. Yeah. And like, back in the day, we had to like watch a movie, like once a week or something, uh-huh. or like we got to watch a movie, like if you finished like a really like chores or something. Yeah. And so my mom had a big garden, and we. Uh, she would like do a whole bunch of pruning in the yard and then she would say if you pick up one wheelbarrow full of sticks or like all it's pretty much all the sticks yeah and again when you're three years old a, a big wheelbarrow is huge it's a, yeah. it's a huge job and i remember i'd be crying like oh this is so much work we have to pick up all these sticks yeah but i really wanted to watch a movie and so my sister and i would pick up all the sticks and again, I know I was only three years old because that's when we like lived there before we even moved. Yeah, that's crazy. And then if we picked up all the sticks, then we got to walk to our neighbor's house. Yeah, she had back when you had VCRs. Yep. And we got to pick out a VCR from her library because we didn't own any movies. Yeah. And our neighbor lady had lots of movies. Oh wow! And so we would hike to the neighbor lady's house, which my parents knew really well. Mm-hmm. And she, we'd always like pick out a movie, and then we walk back home to mom, our mom's house, to mom, and she'd have dinner ready. Nice. And I remember hiking. I when I was little, I thought there was this ginormous hill we had to hike up uh-huh. with like weeds that would scratch my legs. And I remember I would hike up with Julia, who was two years older than me. So I was thirty; she was probably five. And I would sit down on the hill and start crying and be like, I'm too tired. My legs hurt. Uh-huh. And like they would scratch my little legs and so I'd cry. And Julie would be like, come on, we're halfway there. Yeah. And we'd finally get to the neighbor's house. We'd pick out a, like a Disney movie. We'd be so excited. We'd walk back home to mom. So to me, this was like a long walk. And this hill we had to hike up to get to our house was huge. And I would sit down halfway up and I would yeah. cry because my legs hurt from walking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was a pretty tiny kid. I'm yeah. tiny now. Like, I wasn't like the strongest Correct. kid, I'm just being honest. Yeah. And then I remember going back to that same place probably when I was about 15 or 16 years old. Uh-huh. And I was just blown away. Like, blown away because so I remembered everything on that property being so big. And I remember our yard being huge. And I remember this hill we hiked up and the weeds that would just I guess scratch tiny... my... It was like a freaking little... A little like little a little tiny like divot in the grass like yeah. a dirt mound. Yeah. Or it's, it was bigger than a dirt mound. Correct. But, but I remembered small. it as this huge hill that I would sit down halfway up and cry because my legs hurt hiking up it. Yeah. And I was just blown away like how warped are how we see things so different as Correct. a little kid. Oh, totally. And now I see little kids and I'm like, wow, they see everything so different than we see it because yeah. they're so small and everything's so daunting. Almost. Adults are huge. You know. Anyway. 
Soccer and I went back and I was massive. like, this is not a hill. Where'd the hill go? I thought the hill had disappeared. Yeah. I was blown out of my mind. I'm like, no, it's the same same place. That's so funny. Well, that's cool. So your first memory, though, you said was probably around one, but you do strongly remember your ages two to four. Oh, yeah. So, so many things. That's impressive. Um, what is your first memory of your first owie? Do you remember your first, like... Major owie? It could be little or major. No, whichever. my first major... Normally, the major ones really stick in your I brain. I was probably four years old. Yeah. Which I don't know how old I was, but I went to my grandma's house, and it was time to go home. And my mom said, go get in the car, guys. And mom was still talking to... We called her Oma, because mm-hmm. they're German. My mom was still inside talking. And yeah. so Julie and I decided to go back inside. Uh-oh. Because, like, they were talking forever. Yeah. Which was fine. I wasn't mad about it. She just got carried away talking. And Julian went inside first. And she, like, great sister, but, like, no offense, she bullied me a little bit when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, she opened the front door, and I wanted to come inside. She's like, no, Raquel, you can't. You go back in the car. I'm getting uh, the mom. Oh, man. And the door was open, and the hinge, where the hinges uh-huh. are and the crack of the door, <gasps> I had my pinky inside the crack. Oh, and I no. was like... I wasn't even paying attention. I was, you know, I was like, I was kind of dazed out, like uh-huh. just out. I was running my finger along the hinge, kind of mesmerized by it and the yeah. screws. And I was like, no, Julia, I don't want to go in the car. And I was literally just like, kind of like running my finger along it, kind of like tracing it, yeah. my pinky. And I was like, I don't want to. And she's like, go back in the car. And she slammed the door, oh, slammed no. it in my face. And she didn't. She didn't know my pinky was in there. Or did she? But my pinky was inside that door, oh. and the whole tip came off. Oh. And I started crying, bled everywhere. Oh. And that's why my pinky looks like this. This whole part came off. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so that was like oh. a, my first major, like, owie that happened. Why did I ask I was that like, question? <laughs> and I started crying, and she slammed the door back open and was like terrified because oh, she just like broke my finger off she just slams it again i like, was pretty little yeah oh that's what my fingers deformed <laughs> oh i thought you just had toe thumbs <laughs> nope my pinky got chopped off and it grew back right there oh crazy i remember getting my like my finger jammed into the door when someone closed like the door on the car you know we had a sliding door oh yeah yeah uh what's your first memory of your first like family trip Oh. That you remember going on. Major family trip when I was little, little was Colorado. My parents would go out to the, There was like a family Bible camp out in Colorado. Uh-huh. With some of their really good friends at the time. They're not friends anymore, but they they are. They're just not close. Like back yeah. when I was little, they were they were like, these people were like their best friends. This lady was like yeah. at my mom's wedding. They were like really good family friends. And they lived out in Colorado. They had like a beautiful home out there. We'd go stay with them. And they had like a bit their own business furniture business and so we'd go out to Colorado and we'd stay for like a couple weeks and we'd go to this family bible camp that they put on that my parents had gone to when they were teenagers and yeah. been going forever it's, it's, it doesn't exist anymore but I was super little like six yeah. years old five years old and I remember taking the drive out to Colorado the road trip every year and huh. going to the camp and then hanging out with our friends the Friedrichs was that there yeah Friedrichs that was Friedrichs. Our last name nice and we'd go to the lake we'd hang out we'd ride scooters around we never had scooters so it was super exciting oh i bet i remember she had barbies and she had scooters both of which i didn't have and it was the best thing ever what they sound rich um so colorado trip that's a long drive yep i have more stories about that but yeah, we don't have to we'll, go into wait. it wait uh how about your um first ski race that you remember it was Cooper Cup. I was six, five or six years old. Yeah. And I was, like, really scared. And I just remember, like, like I was, like, and like super tiny. And I was, like, you got this. And I was, like. Yeah, I bet you were tiny. You just, like, pizza the whole way down. And you're, like, have your hands up. And everyone's, like, put your hands up. And I was, like, thought it was really scary going around the gates. Because I, like, thought I was going to go too fast. Yeah. So funny. Did you win? Probably not. Oh. I probably like DQ'd or something. <laughs> and I was like, "Mommy, what? What's that?" Like I didn't understand gates yeah. when I was like five years old because they're hard to understand. I, yeah. I didn't understand like how to not DQ or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what about your first crush? Probably I was seven years old. Seven years old. And I thought I would like sit in front of the mirror and be like, "We're gonna marry someday." 
And I, I liked How him because the they were family friends, and he had a, his youngest brother was actually my age. Oh. And him and I were friends. We'd ski together. Yeah. But his older brother, Aaron, was 13. I was Whoa, seven. Oh, six years. And difference. they would come over for like dinner to our family's house. They had three boys in their family. Yeah. And we had like girls in our family. And they'd come over, and like we would, us kids would play in the basement. We'd play a. We had gymnastic mats in our basement, uh-huh. and we'd turn them into like tunnels, yeah, like teepee tunnels, and we'd play this tag game where you had to crawl through the tunnels as fast as you can, uh-huh. and that was tag, and you'd, and you'd tag someone if you caught them up to them in the tunnel and oh, tag them, man. and they were it, and you couldn't like reverse from the tunnel. You had to just keep okay. going, and so we'd go on our hands and knees Sounds terrifying. Tag, and it was so fun. I sounds exhausting as an adult. I think oh, that would adrenaline be Adrenaline rush, though. You'd but get... we would go through the tunnels as fast as we can. And tag each other, and that it was the funnest game. And he played it with me, Aww. and I would just laugh. And then like we'd keep playing it. And after that, like one time they came over for dinner, and we played him and I played tunnel tunnel tag. It wasn't like traditional tunnel tag. It was the kind Correct. of like we actually went through tunnels. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Aaron, like he is so nice, and he like I like, loved, and he was blonde, and I like loved him so much. He was yeah. thirteen, I was seven, and I like loved him so much. He was so nice, and he played tag with me, and. I was just like, Aaron, him and I, he's like the best boy, and I just loved him so much. How do you deal with young people having a crush on you? Like, your nephew Lucas, who, like, thinks you're cute, and you're an Auntie Australia. Like, how do, how do you how do you handle little, like, everyone, Lucas is, like, two years old. He's, like, First a little nephew. First of all, I have had younger little little boys like clearly have a crush on me yeah. and I don't know that Lucas does. You have this obsession that Lucas does. He's so funny. He just runs away. Whatever. He like stares. He like stared at you when we were at our parents and like, <laughs> just looking up at you. <laughs> anyway, so I haven't had that experience in a while but back when I was like my little cousins and stuff like yeah. they would just be like they would like they're so cute and I, I think they did like think of they'd be like oh like I think they were like a little bit in awe by yeah. me or another girl that they know about or whatever. And I just, I always thought, like, it's so cute, you know, and you, Correct. like, talk to them, you ask some questions about their life. Yeah. And I just think, like, the main thing is, like, I just want to be, if there's, like, younger little boys that, like, look up to you and kind of have, like, a crush on you, I just want to be, like, a, like, classy, gracious, like, role model of, like, a woman or a girl Yeah, to them, where it's like, this is how a girl behaves. Chivalrous. This is how a woman behaves, and... Yeah. Just, just like, set a good sort of example for them of what they should look for when they are old enough to maybe pursue a girl and they're not five years old. Yeah. Gotcha. That's good. What was the first memory of... The game Hide and Go Seek that you have. I don't have one. We played all that so many times. Yeah. I don't remember. That's okay. Like, we live, grew up on a farm. We were yeah. farm kids, so we our Hide and Go Seeks was, like, on four acres, and we'd hide all over the place. Yeah. We were doing, like, a huge game of it. What about your first scary dream? Do you remember, like, the first time you had a scary dream? Did you go hop in bed with Mommy and Daddy? I, I didn't have scary times. dreams when I was little. I think the first time I remember being actually scared at night was when we watched this like movie, a Snow in the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs movie, but it was like a real people one. Oh, and there was this like weird guy. Oh. It wasn't the Disney one, oh, and I, I actually my older sister and my mom were watching it, and uh-huh. I kind of wanted. I told them I wasn't scared, and I wanted to watch it with them, <laughs> and they're like, "No," and I wanted to watch it, and there was this creepy guy that comes out of the ice, and he was actually the Whoa. Wicked Queen, and what? I remember. I don't know what... weird. It was some version of Snow White. Yeah. And this creepy guy comes out of the ice, and he's, like, all green, and he's, like, the evil witch. And I was terrified I couldn't watch, just because his face was scary. Yeah. And that night, I, like, went to bed, and I, like, would see his face, and I would, like, imagine him coming through the window. Oh, my gosh. Ever since that moment when I was... I was probably, like, five or six or seven when this happened. Yeah. Ever since then, I was like, I'm never watching a scary movie. I hate scary movies. Oh, totally. Scary movies are dumb. I'm never watching a scary movie again. Would you ever hop in bed with your parents? No. No? No, absolutely not. I was not into that. When I hear that kids like to do that, I don't get it. Or I'd sleep. The only thing we would do was my dad traveled a lot for work. And then Mm. when dad was gone for work, us girls got to take turns who got to sleep with mom. (laughs) 
anytime dad was home, we would never sleep with our mom or yeah. our parents. Like, never. We wouldn't even, like, we wouldn't even, like, cross our mind even when we were little. Like, yeah. only if dad was like, gone for work, we would then trade off who got to sleep with mom. And it was, yeah. like, super fun who got to sleep huh. with mom. Yeah, I would sleep in, and then but I would why? also sleep on the bed or on the ground next to their bed if I was scared. Huh. Interesting. Uh, what's your first memory of peeing in the bed? Do you remember? I don't remember. I specifically remember peeing a sleeping bag one time. Oh yeah. And my dad set a tent for set up a tent for us outside in the yard. Uh huh. And I woke up having to pee and I couldn't get out of the tent really. <laughs> and I was really little. Zipper and stuck. I peed in the sleeping bag and it was traumatizing beyond. Oh my goodness. Other than that, I don't really have a. Oh, I remember like being up ski racing when I was really little and you're like in a race suit and you're in all the ski gear and you can't ski down. There's no bathroom up top and you have to wait for your run. Yeah. And I remember peeing my pants like full on. Just, it's miserable. Let it go. When you're little, like you nice can't. Nice and warm. Ugh, no, it was horrible. Being out in the cold and peeing your pants is the worst because it's warm and then it turns wet and disgusting. Ugh. Nice. Uh, what is your first memory of helping mom in the kitchen? You ever help your mom bake and cook? I'm assuming pretty much from, the t- from like the beginning of existence that was uh-huh. the thing we did as a baby. Yeah, one you on the teat while she uh, while she no, cooks. No, I don't think we were on the teat while she cooked. You never know. You could have been. I don't think so. I remember my mom would trick me. So like my, I grew up with my mom making everything. They would call me bread and dessert when we were kids was fresh bread with butter and honey on it. Guys. They weren't that spoiled, by the way. <laughs> oh, butter and honey on bread was, like, all I, I'd live for it. And it was, like, that was dessert. That was my idea of dessert as a kid. Yeah. It was bread and butter on honey and butter on bread. And my mom would be, like, I'd be, like, Mom. I, I was a picky eater when I was really little. Yeah. And I didn't like vegetables. You like breast milk for two years. One year. No. I like vegetables now. But when I was really little, I didn't. I was picky. I don't know of any baby that And my mom would give us a little serving of the vegetables and everything. A lot of babies do, actually, like vegetables. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you feed it to them when they're young, their taste buds. Not broccoli, but other ones. More mild vegetables. Their taste buds learn to like what they eat. Yeah. If you feed them healthy when they're little, they will like that food as they grow up. Interesting. And that's where their taste buds will grow around those foods. And so I would, my mom would give me like servings of like vegetables and avocado and I, and like I'd get like a little serving of macaroni, but I had to eat everything. Yeah. And I would either beg for more macaroni and I didn't want to eat my vegetables or I would beg for, I would just like sit there for hours because I didn't want to eat my veggies. Correct. Mom would be like, finally mom was like, honey, do you want bread and honey? And I was like, yeah, because I'd tell her, I'd be like, mom, I'm so full, like, Correct. I can't eat these veggies, Mom. And she and then she'd be like, "Honey, do you want bread and honey?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And then she'd be like, "Ha, you're not full." And I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, "She totally got me." Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'd be like, "Oh man, I fell for it." <laughs> yeah. Oh, we see that happen all the time, man. All the time. It's how you get the little kiddos, those little bread and honey munchkins. was life back then. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that was kind of fun taking a little trip down memory lane to see what memories you had of your firsts. Um, the topic today is a little bit of a health topic, actually. Um, you don't know what we're about to talk about. I don't know what we're... No, I'm just kidding. I do know what we're about to talk about. But it's going to kind of be a little bit of an open-ended discussion. I think we're both going to have different viewpoints. But what I want to discuss with you is what is... The best liquid to drink. Water. Um, I listed you. I mean, so there's so many different options of liquids. You have water, coconut water, Gatorade, Powerade, milk, OJ, beer, cider, kombucha, sparkling water. The best water to drink is spring water. Stelter water. This other thing that's really good to drink is lemon water. Okay. But But we're going to go through the benefits of. You looked at the benefits of all these? Not all of them, but like. Obviously, Gatorade. I thought you has asked me a question. Benefits. What's the best liquid to drink? Like, what are you asking me? That's like, gonna be no, the, that's Gatorade gonna be the overarching. Crap. Gatorade is crap. That's gonna be the overarching question. Gatorade but we're gonna kinda dig is in. a total. They Gatorade is a huge company, and they sold Gatorade and told people it was good for sports and all that good uh-huh. stuff. It's crap. There's so many other alternatives you can drink. The same thing Gatorade does. There's nothing good in Gatorade. So why? It is Powerade and Gatorade are total crap. 
Yes. Do you is know it what's better? Mm-hmm. Electrolytes and all that good stuff. And sugar. Is yep. Crap. You could drink other things that are way better. Sugar is good in certain yeah, but quantities the, during the a workout. The quality of what they are putting in Gatorade is not Correct. good for you. Oh, I'm not it's arguing not that good. at and all. They're ingredient Kids drink list. that. Each kids drink water instead of Gatorade. Even adults do it. No, kids I see, drink Gatorade instead of water. I think. That's I what know. That's what, sorry. That's what I meant to say. And I see adults do it, and I'm like, oh, you're so brainwashed. Like that's yeah. not good. For, that's actually not good. There's nothing good in that. Yeah. And I. Anyway. I, I think what professionals need to do is they need to get coconut water and honey sticks. That would solve their Gatorade electrolyte and sugar problem. and Powerade really is crap. There are some other great drinks you could have if you want those electrolytes and sugar replenishes in your body. Yeah. There are. Is it as bad as drinking soda? Probably, Probably not, not. But it's still really high in sugar. Correct. And it's not the good kind of sugar and you don't want it. And I never feel like my – like I always feel like I need to drink more after drinking one of those. Like, if I drink Gator, I feel like I'm almost thirstier when I'm done. I think it's such a joke because they tell kids, like young people, that it hydrates them. And it's full of sugar. And I get that you, whatever, need a certain amount of sugar to replenish. If you're, like, playing, like, you need a lot of uh, endurance. Yeah. But sugar dehydrates you. Correct. It, it dehydrates you, you really fast. No, it physically, yeah. it literally dehydrates you. Caffeine and sugar dehydrate you really fast. Correct. And they're literally putting, there's so much sugar in it. That you're dehydrating them as you're claiming to hydrate them. You're not actually hydrating them yeah. on a cellular level where they're actually, all their cells in their body are actually replenished and you're hydrating yourself so that you actually yeah. can have, like, be healthy and not be dehydrated and have endurance. And there are a lot of really horrible side effects to being dehydrated. And a lot of people are, especially even if you're playing sports and you're drinking Gatorade. No, you're not really getting hydrated drinking Gatorade. But it's better than drinking nothing. It's probably better than drinking, like, soda or other Nothing. things. I mean, yeah, on a survival level, if you had ran a long race, I there's a certain level where, yeah, potentially drinking Gatorade might help you go further yeah. and not drinking it at all. But that's kind of like, it's not good for you, though. Yeah. And it's not really going to help you in the long run. Correct. And... This is like, might be a temporary fix if you had nothing else. Now, what are the benefits of coconut water? Um, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's probably got lots of benefits besides just the electrolytes. Correct. Which are really full of. Yeah. Hydrates you really fast. I would say if you had a really hard workout or you're running or something. Does it also help and with like muscle soreness? Like potassium? I, I would probably look up all the benefits of coconut water. We don't have to. I was just, what, just what do you know? Personally. I don't drink a ton of coconut water because... You don't like um, the flavor? No, I love it. It's just, it's very... I think it's a great option. Way better than drinking other things that people are drinking. Yeah. For like a sports drink. I don't drink a ton of it myself because I don't feel like I actually... I'm doing a normal... My normal activity level or like workouts, I don't need to like be drinking all this sugar in order to keep going. Yeah. I can have a hard workout and just hydrate with water afterwards and it is really high in sugar and in general like i Coconut have to is? limit the amount of well yeah but it's natural sugar so it's way better than oh yeah get correct. but it is very sweet and Some i try be. to limit the amount of yeah. sugar in general even from natural sources yeah but so it's not something i drink a lot now if i was doing a a long event or if I was doing like a three-day race like we do I would definitely bring coconut water Correct. or if I had a really long race I might drink it after because it will sort of help that recovery right off the bat yeah yeah I do feel like it definitely even helps with muscle soreness fairly well but yeah as far as like that, quickly rehydrating if you have to if do you're it. just like drinking it for health benefits I would advise buying or finding a way to make kefir water which uh -huh. is where they like turn the, the coconut water into like a, a probiotic fizzy drink gotcha. and so then you're getting like good probiotics and it eats up some of the sugar in it okay so you're getting all the benefits and probiotics but you're not maybe getting the amount of sugar you get from playing coconut water kefir water spelled k-e-f-i-r kefir water um what is the benefit of i don't think that's how it's spelled it, it is i stocked it and uh at work i think it's spelled i work safeway Gotta yeah that's safeway the brand more. that's the brand kefir water oh kefir whatever Oh, that's a that's a name brand. I don't know if that's actually K E E F E R. Is that Kiefer? Mm -mm. Well, I have no idea how you're gonna spell it. Different. Thing, I think it's spelled. Anyway, whatever you're gonna say. What were you gonna say? 
Next, what about chocolate milk? Now, I have heard that chocolate milk can be beneficial after a workout. Again, chocolate milk is sugary, but there was something else about it that has maybe like protein nope. in it. Nope, 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 nope. So, what do you nope. think? Okay. Besides Normal, the word, nope. generic chocolate milk. There's nothing really good in it for you. Tastes so good. All right. It's yeah, I get it. Oh. But we can make healthier versions of of chocolate I love milk. Chocolate milk. We can make healthier versions of that. But generic chocolate milk. So chocolate is actually like the plant and the the cacao bean uh-huh. is such an amazing food. Like cacao beans, which is where they get chocolate from. Yep. It has it is so high in minerals and magnesium. Uh-huh. It is so high in all these things, vitamins and minerals that we need. And so chocolate, the raw form of chocolate, is probably one of the most amazing foods that like plants that exist as yeah. far as benefits. It's like a superfood, you know. Yeah. It really is. And so chocolate, if we take if we you know, chocolate itself when it's raw is full of tons of health benefits that actually would replenish you like magnesium and things. Yeah. But it's processed so much. It's no longer raw. And then there's so little chocolate actually in that chocolate milk. It's yeah. like a little bit of cocoa powder and they get a ton of sugar. Uh-huh. And then it's like generic milk that's full of hormones and is ultra pasteurized. And that's not really going to do anything for your health. Yeah. And if we think about it, where are so many people lactose dairy intolerant nowadays didn't used to be yeah i mean it's because our milk isn't the same anyway so generic chocolate milk i would just say stay away from it so it's not doing anything for you that's positive okay i get that like if you are physically starving and there's a glass of chocolate milk in front of you then yeah drink uh, it dying of thirst drink it to like give yourself something but it's not like something you should have in your diet okay now, if you love the way chocolate milk tastes, you can make yourself amazing or even buy, actually, now, really good alternatives, and you could make it for way cheaper. You could use cacao powder or something that was, and you could blend it and heat it up, and you could make your own at home, or you could do it cold if you like cold, blend it in the yeah, blender really fast. Like All you got to do is pick the milk you want. If you like to do regular milk, go for it. I advise doing... Hormone-free like milk. organic milk is the best. Go whole milk, man. There's lots of reasons for that. But if you're going to choose regular milk, get your milk. <laughs> I, If you like coconut milk or other milks, you can use that. Ooh, you just put it in the blender. You add, I like to add a little vanilla to it. Yeah. A little vanilla extract. You add your cocoa, cacao powder. And you add whatever sweetener you like. I like to use honey, sweeten it. You can use you could use sugar if you really want sugar. I advise honey, or you could add a couple dates to sweeten it. Whatever you want. Wow, you blend it fancy. up, and boom, you have frothy, fresh chocolate milk that With has lots of benef- health benefits. No, not if you make it yourself. If you were to buy it pre-made at some fancy place, yeah, it would be expensive. But if you were to make it yourself and you get the ingredients, it's not that much. Yeah, make. nice. Well. What do you think about orange juice? And before you answer, I'd like to come in with, I love orange juice. Vitamin C, keeping the sickness away. Well done. But what do you think about orange juice? Do you think it has any health benefits? Unfortunately, a lot of normal orange juice comes from a concentrate. Uh Uh-huh. And like a lot of the initial... Uh, micronutrients that are in oranges are no longer in the orange juice. Yeah. You're just drinking pasteurized juice concentrate. Uh-huh. That's ju- essentially sugar water. So, is it the worst thing you could be drinking? No. It's just sugar water. Now, if you're drinking fresh squeezed orange juice, yeah. not in like a huge quantity, like a smaller glass of it, uh-huh. ice, and you love it, I think go for it because at least you're getting some of the micronutrients from the raw, fresh fruit. Yeah vitamins vitamin c and things actually getting it and you're you're getting all the good stuff and you're getting the sweet delicious sugary orange yeah. juice you know correct if it's something you really enjoy just no you're not getting anything good from like uh, the c. sugary no it's no longer it's pasteurized like it's no longer there i'm just saying oj in general because it's it's the raw fruits and vegetables where we get all that really like the enzymes that are natural fruits and vegetables Vitamin C. So if it's and a fresh actually, squeezed. there are so many other vegetables out there that have way more vitamin C. 
than oranges do. But yeah, citrus does have vitamin C. It's great. Yes, that's the but answer. But let's no. If you're drinking generic orange juice from concentrate that's pasteurized, you're just drinking sugar water essentially. I don't think there's anything really left in it that's that good for you. No, I would like to say that when I was in college, I would drink two glasses of OJ every morning, and I never got sick until I came home for Christmas break. And I think about two or three days without any OJ, I got sick. I and love I how love you're to like trying to associate C. it, sweetheart. It needs to be associated, guys. Anyway, um, but the great thing is, oranges are actually very cheap. Even organic oranges are very cheap. They're one of the cheaper fruits to buy. Especially if you buy them in season, and you can buy a huge bag of oranges for pretty cheap and make your own, and they're super juicy, so you could juice them. Yeah. Um, what? What is like? <coughs> I mean, would you ever recommend? You know, should a certain drink be drunk? Like for certain times, for example, like would you do like let's say you're gonna go work out? Okay, what would you take if you were gonna go work out before, during, and after? What would, if you could drink any drinks, what would be your recommended? My number one recommendation, drink? as far as hydration goes and drinks go for workouts, is you have got to stay hydrated throughout the day. In you have to be your body on a cellular level needs to, for good performance needs to be hydrated. Yeah, you can't just drink something magical thirty minutes for a workout and feel like you're going to be optimally. You have to actually hydrate. You have to be in a habit of drinking lots of water throughout the entire day. So that you are truly hydrated and then you're going to have a higher performance level. So if you're someone who sports, fitness, workouts, athleticism, it's all important to you. Then you have to get into a habit of just being that person who's really hydrated. you got to stay really hydrated, drink lots of water. So that's yeah. my number one tip if you want to have the benefits of liquids and affect your workout or your performance you have like something yeah i got a little bit of blade nose i had to grab some toilet hey, paper you want a tampon you know i almost grabbed one of yours you one? no i'm okay um it's just be hydrated on but a just cellular water. level and the next best thing you could do is like incorporate fresh lemon water into your diet because that'll also hydrate you faster than regular now water why does will. that happen why does lemon help with the hydration process. Um, I could tell you. Go on to shiningout.com. I have a whole article Ooh, on it. Under lemon water, why you should be drinking lemon water. What is shiningout.com? Have we it's talked my about that? website. You have a website? Yeah, just go on to shiningout.com. Under search bar, type in the word lemons. And it'll come up. My it'll, blog post will come say, up. say turn lemons into lemonade? No, it will not say that cliche line. Dang it. So just go read that article. And if you're interested, just do, your, just do a little Googling. You'll find out. All the benefits of lemon water. As far as other drinks go, number one, you got to be hydrated in general. Like I just got going on about. So it doesn't matter what you drink right before. If you're not actually hydrated, it's not going to do you much good. If you're trying to have a, like a recovery drink or something, obviously I think coconut water is a basic good option. I think there's other drinks, but <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Because Andrew is like wanting me to shut up. No, I'm just He's dealing literally... with this nose thing. I hate having one nose plugged. I'm trying to breathe. Um, so you just drink normal water during a workout, though? During a workout? Yeah, during a workout. Normally, you don't if drink you're doing a workout, fancy? you just need like a little bit to sort of hydrate yeah. the mouth. I drink every five seconds during a workout. I can't drink huge amounts of water. It's in your stomach, and it's causing you to like have water swisher. If you're doing a hard workout... You can't have a ton of water in your stomach right at that moment. I must not work out that hard. Then. You must not. I don't think you've done a hard workout in a long time. No, I don't really. Work no, out that it's hard. more something you want to drink little bits of water through the entire day. That's important. What is up with the creatine that people take pre-workout? Pre-workout to try and get like what does that uh, do for them? I think there's a lot of just like do you know what it's it does? Essentially, almost like coffee. Like, but I don't know if it's all good. I haven't researched pre-workout because I've never been interested in having it. I think there's probably really bad pre-workout out there, and there's probably pre-workout that's okay. I would have to research. I've never felt the need to use a pre-workout, like a, like a powder. Yeah. Um, if you need a, something that gets you really pumped up, then... Um, some of my favorite drinks, though, that do get you feeling pumped up... Um, that aren't a pre-workout, like, 
I think guayusati. Mm. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's G-U-A-Y-U-S-A, Guayusa. There's a few brands USA. that have used it in like an like an energy tea drink that's yeah. in like the natural grocery store. Yeah. Um, you can just buy Guayusa tea leaves and make it yourself. We, we serve it at our coffee stand. But Guayusa, I've noticed, gives you a lot of energy. Like it's insane. Natural and you caffeine. could drink like eight ounces of it and probably have a lot of energy. I think matcha's a good. Um, some people like just to drink coffee. I know Bulletproof Coffee is popular for that. Yeah. If you're not into drinking... And, like, the, the Guayusa tea, it's just simple. It's like a simple iced tea. You just drink, like, eight ounces of it before you work out. Uh-huh. Um, again, I haven't researched... I don't know of any good brands for a pre-workout powder, if that's what you're looking no, for. I had heard so that... So I can't really answer to that. I heard that creatine, what it does is it basically increases your blood flow. Yeah. Or your veins, so that way you you can get more blood can go pumping through, which means yeah. you can get a better workout out of it. Well, you can get more out, like you can go longer, probably. Go longer and also go harder, so. Yeah, and I guess for me, since I'm just working out for the health benefits. Correct. I'm like, literally, what my body can do without that, you know. Yeah, you don't need it. I don't, I'm not going to just drink a pre-workout, like a powder before I work yeah. out. I'm just going to go work out and let my body do its thing. Now, what about post-workout protein shakes? Do those really work? Oh, I think protein shakes are so overrated. Like, drinking a bunch of something protein. Shaking your little Yeah, shake just bottle. being like, oh, I drink uh, protein. People need to, like, stop focusing on macronutrients. Like, stop focusing on car like carbs and protein and fats. It's like... Not all fats are created equal. Not our carbs are created equal. Not our protein is created equal. And we really got to think about is what, how am I getting my, yes, macronutrients, but how am I getting my micronutrients in as well? And so you can't say, oh, I'm only going to have like, not all fats are, there's fats that are horrible for you. Yeah. There are fats that are good for you. Correct. Same with protein. Bad fats. And everyone's so different. There are so many bad protein powders out there. Yeah. There are so many good protein powders out there. I would say you don't need to like drink a ton of protein right after your workout in order to Gain look weight. incredible. Yeah. I think if you're not going to have like a healthy balanced meal, say 30 minutes to an hour after your workout because yeah. you're busy and you, don't have, you're, you know you're going to eat later and you have a healthy protein powder that you digest well, then yes, maybe make yourself a protein shake 30 minutes after your workout Yeah. so that you can, can have protein right away and you can sort of replenish yourself. Yeah. Um, but it's not like you need to, you have to drink a protein shake in order to look good and be fit. Yeah. Do you think I mean, there work? are just so many people. Do they work? Like if you did have good protein, no, would that think, actually help oh, you gain Good gain protein? Weight? Yes. If, if you get a, a good protein powder that, and there's plant-based protein and there's a non, that you're able to digest well, it's not going to hurt your stomach. Because if you're not metabolizing it, yeah. it's not doing you any good. If you can't, your body can't digest it, you're just hurting your body because your body's putting out all this energy to try, to try to digest it. So if you're taking whey protein and your body can't digest whey, you're just wasting whey it. Whey what? <laughs> you're, you're, your body's trying so hard to process and break down the whey protein powder and the proteins in it that it's not helping you. It's yeah. just causing you to have bad digestion. Leave me by the wayside. And then there's collagen protein, which is really popular. And normally it's really easy on your stomach. And again, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you don't do any animal products at all, then collagen isn't right for you. But they're all good plant-based proteins out there as well. And then if you aren't into plant-based, I'd advise doing collagen because it's easy to digest. How much do Whereas you weigh? Whereas whey protein, mm-hmm. I think it's fine for some people. If you Good whey protein. For other people, it, it is hard for them to digest. Gotcha. That's good to know. Um, what is it about beer and carbo-loading? I've heard some people go for a run and afterwards they'll drink a beer to kind of replenish. Man, I don't know. I don't care. Like, carbs are good. I don't think beer is a healthy carb, okay? And yeah. what is it about I beer don't that think makes there's anything healthy about beer. There's nothing. Why does now, it make us feel bloated? If you enjoy beer and Ugh. it is something you truly enjoy... Then have it in moderation. Always. It's not. It's not gonna help you out by Correct. drinking beer after you run or something. That's just. That's just an excuse, beer drinkers say, in order to like justify drinking a bunch of beer after they do something active. If you enjoy beer, then enjoy it. But there's nothing. There's, I don't think there's any like health benefits to beer. Why does it make you feel bloated? Why does it give you a dad ba or like you know the the big belly, the beer belly? What is it about beer that does that? Doesn't you know? it like 
Don't there are kinds of things in beer that cause people to get bloated? I didn't know if it was the... There's, like, gluten in it, yeah. all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I, I don't... I could probably, like, research it and tell you. That's I've right. heard, but I'm not, like... I just kind of stay away from beer because I don't love the way it tastes, and yeah. I know there's nothing really good about it, so I just sort of don't bother trying to like it. Yeah. All right. Last two questions. First one. Why is champagne bubbly? Do you know why champagne bubbles? Yes. Why? I... Oh, I forgot. It's not carbonated, is it? No, it's in the fermentation process. Gosh. It's part of fermentation. I'm so curious. Like, that's probably the best it's part, part it's about just the part champagne. part of fermentation. Okay. Final question. Why can't we stop drinking champagne? What do you mean? So good. What do you mean? Why can't we stop drinking it? When? Always. We you're, love champagne. You're always... Oh, based off of the limited amount of drinking experience I've had since I've been 21 years old, turned 21 years old, Yeah, I decided in general, I don't love, like, I don't love, like, hard alcohol just because normally you have to make a cocktail out of it to make it taste good. Yeah. And I don't make, I don't have, take the time to make cocktails for myself at home because I'm not that into alcohol or drinking. And if you go buy cocktails, they're very expensive and so you're going to spend a lot of money if you get into it. I don't like beer. I, don't use, I think beer can be like not good for you. Yeah. And so my alcohol of choice, when I'm going to have it, something, would be a nice sparkling wine. 16 bucks. Get a couple glasses out of it. Much cheaper than uh, going and getting uh, My favorite is this organic sh- champagne we get from my mom's store. It's like $16 for a bottle, and it's like organic. It's really good champagne. It is. That's my favorite. So normally if I'm somewhere out now and I'm going to get a drink, I do try to order like a sparkling one that I'll try, hopefully like. Yeah. But that's, that's just my preference. I know a lot of people don't like champagne so or yeah. like sparkling wine. Well, cool. So what, what liquid is best for us? Water. Spring water. water. Spring water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, water is pretty awesome by itself. It's kept us alive before they invented anything else, so... Why do we need to change it, right? Water that comes out of the rocks. Yep. Out of the earth. Earth. Spring water. Not the Columbia, because that would be nasty. No, Columbia is so bad. I wouldn't swim in the Columbia. Well, big shout out to June Shine. Thanks for um, providing us with some refreshing drinks while we had our podcast. Do you have any other comments for the listeners before we head off for the week? I thought we were going to tell people about our weekend, but we've already recorded for an hour, so I think we have to be done. I know. We crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. All righty. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. It's good to be back, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.